Welcome to the Stalk and Catch Prey episode of the Inkblot, our post-play conversation talking about the game, chatting about the topics of the day, and catching up between friends, and certainly no metagaming. The conversation is already in progress at the Inkblot, where everyone sees the picture a little bit differently. Yeah. There we go. Okay, yeah, so Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, I love working Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I worked there for a year, and they put me in um, one of their mazes, but the costume that they gave us was, like, really thick, and being crammed inside, it was just like one of those really thick foam masks. And I have to admit, it was a workout every single night. So I just remember just being completely exhausted at the end of um, each run of Halloween Horror Nights. And But there are some people that just like live for working Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, I lived for it. I loved it so much. Oh, really? What did you um, mostly do for Horror Nights? Uh, the first year I did Horror Nights, I was in the Crypt Keeper maze. Okay. And I was one of the Crypt Keeper puppeteers. And what did I do the next year? Did we do Crypt Keeper again? I may have done that two years in a row. I think they had Crypt Keeper there for quite a while. Yeah. I also, my boyfriend was also working the maze at the time, and I kind of knew the guy who was running the maze so one of the nights I got him to switch me out of the Crypt Keeper and be in the same room that my boyfriend was in and he put both of us in the UFO maze Oh, Alien 50 I don't forget what what it was called so the (laughs) two of us were in the same maze in the same room when we were doing uh, radiation victims (laughs) oh so like you guys were like the abduct the abducted people and they were doing like experiments on you we were more like scientists who had radiation damage oh so there were a bunch of dead bodies in the room and we were just one of the dead bodies and then you just had to wait for someone to get close enough or get curious enough we really looked like all the other dead bodies and then you just (laughs) had to like start moving and they would scream and leave the room i love scaring the pants off people i worked the mummy maids for years and it was my favorite thing I'm too much uh, of was, a I think um, Wendy worked, my wife worked there for, I think like four or five years. And she did a couple um, horror nights. And I think she was zombie because uh, they did at this time was when they were doing the walking maze, uh, the walking maze, the walking <laughs> dead maze. <laughs> mm. So I think, what is it? Even she got um, one year, the camera crew came through for Ellen and she got to scare Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, cool. Nice. Or at least, no, nice. it was her, her, uh, the person that she sends through the mazes. Oh, for her one show. of her, like one of her producers. I think she always sends like she scares a lot of people, but I think she's a specific producer that she likes to scare. Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just they always. I always liked going to horror nights too because the sets and the props and everything is just so beautifully done, and you know they have people that just have such passion in their work when building it that I've always, I was always found it really cool and impressive to see all of the work that they've done. I remember what it was. The one year I was a zombie cowgirl (laughs) and they had us on Western street. So this wasn't one of the mazes. I was one of the characters 
and they had us on Western Street, and it was the best costume ever. Initially, I was in the front of the, I almost said museum, listen to me. I was in the, <laughs> in the front of the park, and we were all dressed sort of in 50s outfits, and I had this fur coat, and I had a little piece of fur that had ripped off my fur coat. So I had it in my hand, and I was petting it, but you couldn't really see what it was. And uh, yeah, it turns out that people are afraid of mice. And I had, <laughs> I had a couple girls trapped in the front store for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> they were used to come out, and there were two doors, so I would go back and forth between the two doors, and they would not come out. And we were, I was a friend of mine. Actually, he's a good friend now. We that was the first show I think we had done together. Um, we were on Western Street, and I saw a bunch of people from Disney that I knew. I don't know if it was, you know, parade department day or whatever, but a bunch of people I used to work with were coming through, and you couldn't tell who I was or, you know, I had on all this goopy makeup and stuff. So people would walk by, and I'd be like, hey, Shannon. Like, oh, my God, how do you know my name? How do you know my name? Oh, my and the screaming and the running was everything. Oh, man. I miss that stuff. Yeah. There is something that is, I mean, even if you're like in a maze to where it's like really hot and sweaty and kind of tough to get through the night, there's something about that performance and being able to just scare people and have fun that is yeah, just really cool. What is it? I think I did, I did one year at Universal for um, Horror Nights. And then I also did a few years at a place called Haunted Hayride. Yes, I haven't um, seen that actually. I've heard of it though. It's pretty cool. I have to admit, um, the area that they do it at is in the old abandoned LA Zoo, which is by mm, itself saw, without any I dressing. I wanting to go there. I got to see the de- those Halloween decorations, but like in the daylight last Halloween. I didn't. I didn't uh-huh. actually go, but I walked around it like in the daytime, and the decorations were super cool. We took a lot of pictures with them. It was. They were really cool. If you're an actor in L.A. or if you have a band in L.A., if you are a performer of any kind in L.A., I guarantee you, you have a headshot or you did a photo shoot somewhere in the old zoo. It's like a <laughs> rite of passage. I can you don't that. know that's true. I think I did at least one photo shoot, and I know Wendy shot um, a little B-movie there once. So, yeah, it's like if yeah, if you're any kind of actor or do any kind of performing – in LA, it's like you know of the old LA Zoo. Yeah, I got an email cool. from my brother. He's like, "Oh, we did a band photo shoot up at the old zoo." I'm like, "Oh, really? Did you know?" <laughs> sure thing. Glad you're excited about it. I love how that every city has like those spots where it's just like a graffiti wall or something that just like every local artist has stood in front of and taken a picture. Mm-hmm. Like with, um, in Seattle, they have the gum wall or something. So, the gum yeah. wall, the gum, the, um, the gum. gum. Like there's like this chewing entire gum. block wall that's just completely filled with chewing gum. And I'm like, that's kind of gross. But yeah, a buddy of mine was like, yeah, come on up to Seattle, and um, I'll show you the gum wall. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that's like, not. Hello, Seattle. Like, is that like Seattle's? Um, what Seattle has Hello. to offer for tourism? I hear you, Francis. I can Francis, hear you too. 
Oh, uh oh. There she is. We lost she Princess. Is She's he there? Coming. Are you back? Yay. 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 I don't know what happened. Yeah, I saw you get dropped, but then you came back pretty quickly. So. I got dropped on my head. <laughs> yeah, that explains a lot for me, too. <laughs> Did you turn on the microwave? No! <laughs> no. <laughs> So one uh, turns on Kay's my... microwave and it affects Francis all <laughs> It affected me. Um, but my my college had like a graffiti room in one of our dorms, and every single band, web series, everything had a photo shoot in that room. Like I have a photo shoot in that room from a web series I worked on. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, that's cool. yeah. How every little town has like their. Every person, every town that everyone's like lived in, they know like those little spots. That's why it's always good to have like a native of your town to be like, hey, hey, where can we take some cool photos of this? Oh, I know the perfect place. Let's go to the gum wall. <laughs> the gum wall is a weird one. You're like, what? Hike place, maybe. It's a place you go for hot dates. Mm hmm. I guess. Francis, when you come back and visit, I definitely want to take everyone to the Bronson Caves. Yes. To the where? The Bronson Caves. Ooh, that sounds cool. We also have to go to Roadies. Yeah. Yes, we do have to go to Roadies. I'm so yeah. heartbroken we didn't get to go to Roadies. The real Roadies. <laughs> Who knew that was a real place? Amazing. No, I definitely want to. I want to take everybody up there and. Yeah. Show you where the old witch lives and yes. See the Hollywood sign. Good. Yeah, some of those places it's like weird. I've lived here my entire life, but I've never gone up to the Hollywood sign. I haven't either. I wanna go with y'all. It's kinda you know, no. Uh, eh. Yeah, if you live it's kinda like when you live here, it's kinda like uh, yeah, I've driven by it before. Yeah, there it is. Kind it's something you're willing to put effort into once. It's I've cool heard from that a distance. It's been harder and harder to get up there. It is harder and harder to get up there. And the closer you get, the less impressive it is. Yeah. When you realize <laughs> how it's made and it's kind of, I don't know. I, I grew up on that street where people would stop and take pictures of the Hollywood sign. Um and yeah, that's better further away. For the um, the Olympics, oh, I'm so sad the Olympics are postponed. No. When the 84 Olympics were here, now that I'm dating myself, they actually put lights <laughs> on the Hollywood sign at night. And it was the our Olympics colors, which were kind of like an orange and a oh, pink. And cool. a, I mean, it was yeah. very 80s. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was beautiful. And they did that one year for when Cool World opened. And it was, was that the whole the, Hollywood, the if she could. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And there was a giant, was it a giant Holly? It did something to the Hollywood sign. Did it say Hollywood if she could? Or they changed it back to Hollywood land? I don't remember what they did to it now. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I don't remember. Now I'm gonna look it up. Now I'm like, oh, what were those? Yeah, because I remember what is it called? Um, what was the movie called? Cool. That World? was like the Cool World. That was such a weird movie too. 
Yeah, that was strange. I liked it. It was um, a little much for my age at the time. <laughs> we'll say. Oh dear. Have you ever seen Cool World? I've never seen it. I have it. not. I've never uh, heard of it till this moment. It's an old Brad Pitt movie. And Kim Basinger, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, they put her, like, just put um, her character onto the Hollywood sign. Yeah. The Cruel World. That's, that's what I remember. But I, in my head, I'm thinking it couldn't possibly have been that. What an <laughs> undertaking, but I guess they did. Mm hmm. <laughs> Was it just like projected on it, or was it like? I don't oh, think no, it, was a, it was like part of the sign. Ugh. Yeah, like a billboard kind of thing that they put up there. Huh. I don't know. Well, how would it find itself? That must have been a pain to put that up there. <laughs> well, yeah, you think about what kind of stunt that would be today. I, I don't even yeah. think you could do it. No, so they they've really regulated. Yeah. What goes on around the Hollywood sign now? And it makes sense, you know. You have one too many stupid people do stupid things up there. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we're shutting this down. That's basically all I've ever heard about the Hollywood sign. People doing stupid stuff up there. <laughs> oh, it was a nightly occurrence in the summer to hear helicopters and to hear or to see um, like rescue vehicles oh, go up gosh. the road. Because people would crawl into the canyon you can't get to the hollywood sign the way it looks like you can right there's a, a valley that people would go into but they couldn't get back up out of and oh god almost a nightly event especially you know like a peak time like the olympics or whatever there were always people stuck in the canyon <laughs> help. Always, yeah. we were and doing something stupid hollywood. help so stupid and this is before cell phones. This is before anybody could get in contact with anybody. Like, I don't even know how long they were in there. <laughs> but... Have I told you guys my helicopter rescue story? No. no. <laughs> I've told you guys at the time that I got lost in the woods. No. No. Is well, would you like story? to hear this story? <laughs> I am now fully yes. intrigued in this helicopter rescue story that you are in alluding to. <laughs> I can't believe I've never shared this story with y'all. <laughs> so it was the day before my 13th birthday party. Oh, gosh. And um, my neighborhood is kind of split in half. So they're like the houses and then they're there, there are the apartments on the other half. But behind the apartments, there are like woods. And on the other side, it kind of connects to like a park, like way further down. It's like, oh, it's like a pretty big, not like huge woods, but like it's a decent size. And in the woods, there's also a creek. And so sometimes my brother and I would go hang out at the creek just because it was a place to be that wasn't the backyard. <laughs> um, so <laughs> um, this girl spent the night, um, Aubrey, I think her name was. It was either Aubrey or Audrey. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Aubrey. You were so close. That's so bad. <laughs> you know, we, we were. <laughs> she, she spent the night and the next day we went over or we told my mom, like, we were going to go to the creek. And my mom was like, okay, whatever, like, be back in an hour. So we go exploring, and we kind of, like, normally we just kind of stayed right there in the clearing, but we kind of followed the creek out further. Um, and kind of more time had passed than we realized. And so at some point I called my mom back and said, hey, you know, we're a little further out than we thought, but we're, we've turned around, we're on our way back, we'll be back soon. And she's like, okay, whatever, be safe, see you soon. 
And so at some point we weren't walking along the creek anymore, which wasn't a great idea. (laughs) But at some point we were no longer walking along the creek. And at some point we realized that we were a bit turned around. So about half hour later, I called mom back. Hey, mom, you know, we're a little bit turned around, but I think we know where we are. We'll we'll find it. It'll be okay. We'll see you soon. Oh, and she's no. like, okay, love you. Be safe. Bye. So, you know, about 20 minutes later, we really realized that we have absolutely no idea where we are. <laughs> of course. So we call mom back. <laughs> hey, mom, we have no idea where we are. So she, so she gives us two options. The first option is... <laughs> is she comes in to the woods after us oh my gosh now i'm not a super outdoorsy person y'all have seen like the more outdoors with francis because we work at a mostly outdoor museum but like that's about as outdoorsy as it gets for me <laughs> my mother is even less outdoorsy so i was like no 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 you don't need to come walking through the woods and get us all lost <laughs> separated in the woods that's a bad idea So she says the other option is to call the police, which obviously I really don't want to do, especially as a 13-year-old like that. This seems like I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) But eventually she says like that's what she's going to do. So she hangs up. Maybe 20 minutes later, a phone, uh, like another number calls us and it's this police officer. Mm -hmm. He is like parked outside of the woods, like on on the main street. And so he says he's going to put a siren on and see if we can hear it. So he does like makes the siren go off and we can hear it. So we tell him that. And then he says, okay, I want you to scream as loud as you can. I'm going to hear you. Okay. Now, y'all, you've never heard me scream at the top of my lungs, but I am very loud. I have been in multiple plays that have required me to scream at the top of my lungs. In fact, because of it, in high school, I was named the... Actually, not because of it. Y'all won't be surprised to hear this period, but I was voted the loudest person in my graduation. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) shocking, I know. (laughs) But he didn't hear us. What? How lost were you? Now, my brother, funnily enough, um, at the same time, says to my mom, hey, I think I just heard Frankie scream. And my mom goes, no, you didn't. Uh, but that's, a, you know, <laughs> whatever. We'll get to so, that part of the story later. <laughs> oh my God. So he says, okay, well, I'm sending my partner in to try to find you. So the, obviously, like, the partner can't find us. So he says, okay, well, we're sending out a helicopter. <laughs> And you're going to tell us when the helicopter is above you. And then they will circle the general area that you're in. And my partner will be able to use that to then find you. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. So a few minutes pass. And sure enough, a helicopter comes. Now, this helicopter is, like, mere feet above the tree line. Like, it is so low, to like, so close to the trees. So it would have been super loud. So we tell them over the phone <laughs> when they're close. And then that police officer tells the helicopter. So then they circle us. And, like, 15, 20 more minutes pass. And the partner still can't find us. Mm. But... The helicopter relays to the police officer who relays to us that there is a small clearing within the woods nearby, and the helicopter will lead us there, and if we can get in that small clearing, then it will be easier to find us. So the helicopter starts flying away, and we follow it, and we get to this like small clearing still in the middle of the woods, except for the clearing is completely surrounded by thorn bushes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
no. y'all this is like a dnd campaign at this point so like, what do you roll through oh at some roll point i almost forgot at some point aubrey tripped and fell and now she's limping oh. okay so <laughs> we get to this clearing we go through the thorn bushes at like the best spot that we can find and so we're in the clearing and like another half hour passes and this guy still cannot find us now at some point the police officer hangs up i think this was like i don't remember i think his phone was like gonna die and i think this was like before everyone just like had chargers in their mm-hmm. in their car so at some for some reason i don't know you know ancient um, times but yeah you know <laughs> we were no longer on the phone with the one police officer now somebody from the helicopter leans out and starts yelling down <laughs> which obviously we cannot hear because he is in a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> But we kind of figure out the meaning was probably, hey, get out of the way. We're going to land as they start to land. <laughs> so they land in this clearing. A guy gets out and ushers us to, like, get in the helicopter. So they put us in the helicopter. And I kid you not, we clear the tree line, like, just clear it. And the other police officer runs <laughs> into the field. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy, but thanks for the effort. <laughs> so that we get a nice little two-minute tour of Columbus, mm-hmm. and the helicopter lands in a church field where the other police officer was waiting in his car. We get in the back of the police car, and they take us home where my mom and Aubrey's mom are waiting. And that was the last time Aubrey was allowed to spend the night with <laughs> Really? It was Aubrey's fault? <laughs> Oh no, she her parents oh, okay. did not allow her oh. to spend the night in my house. <laughs> it sounds like the dumb police officer's fault who couldn't find the clearing. <laughs> so that's my helicopter rescue story. Amazing. That is hilarious. I love those stories that you can tell in your life that you're like, no one got hurt, you know, but it was yeah. quite an ordeal. Um, it is the rain is gently stopping and my dog is looking at me like so now would be good um, <laughs> so it's in the middle of the night and I'm gonna walk my dog sounds yeah, good Anne. that's fair I used to do that all the time thank you thank you so much for a wonderful story Anne yeah, it's so much yes, fun thank to play. you it's I all you game. guys you guys you have no idea I what happened was not at all at all even close <laughs> to what I had planned. I'm sorry. Isn't that how it always goes? It's how it, 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 yeah. And you got to have a plan. So (laughs) this is the way I look at it. I have to have a plan so that we have something to deviate from. Mm. (laughs) That's fair. We will Mm, deviate from it severely, but I just need to have it so that I can go. Yeah, that didn't happen. (laughs) I meant for this to be this way the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. uh, like, what were those rats originally supposed to be for? <laughs> or, or is it something that I will never know? <laughs> will um, we find out so next week? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, th- I think we can mitigate. I trust you guys. It's fair enough to say. Uh, the gutter rats, because you guys rolled for gutter rats as being one of the dangers, mm. which uh-huh. I think you've correctly identified mm-hmm. them at this point as not being on the up and up. They were going to offer to take the fall. They were going to offer uh-huh. to be your prey. Oh. 
and but you weren't or, really going to hurt them or anything but they were going to offer to be like oh no squeak squeak squeakity squeaking <laughs> and you know prat and that prat fall what is the what is that term like oh, when a wrestler um, in boxing or something it's like yeah, yeah you were, take you take the punch you take the fall yeah they were going to take the dive and they were going to then take the dive in exchange for tuna Oh, okay. Yeah. But then you retconned it and you turned it. In. You still got it across, which is awesome, which I love. Yeah, you guys were going to lose tuna no matter what happened. Okay. <laughs> and Snuffles was going to be the brave man, the brave soul that made it so we could all have tuna. Well, I had Snuffles ready to sacrifice, but if somebody else, you know, was going to sacrifice or offer their tuna or whatever, I wasn't going to stop it. Um, I mean, Kirsch had to get it out of her teeth somehow. <laughs> somehow? <laughs> the mental image is very clear of like this one perfect white tooth hanging yeah. out of this little fluffy black fur and just <laughs> stuck over the side of the can and just, like, it's a very clear image. But yeah, that's what the rats are about. But I, I think you guys have clearly identified them as not being. Uh, being out for themselves, at least, at the very yeah. least. Fair. They are the scoundrels of our game. Yeah. <laughs> and Lord Sassafras was supposed to ask you one by one if you guys were going to act together as a team or if you were going to act separately. And I was going to put each one of you on the spot mm. and then completely, like, just looked over that part of my notes and just didn't do it. So, <laughs> oh. like, okay, we're now breathing in Anthony. <laughs> so, that's you know, fair. that's what side NPCs are for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's beneath him anyway. It, it might be. I mean, you guys <laughs> still don't know what Lord Sassafras's entire deal is. So, yeah, true. But now we have an ice cream shop, a shoe shop, and a sandwich shop, which is hilarious because this map is based on my neighborhood. And there happens to be an ice cream shop and a shoe shop. There is a shoe repair shop on the corner of the little <laughs> restaurant mall out on the on the main street here. Yeah. There's a oh, shoe awesome. shop. And I'm thinking of my when you mentioned the shoe repair shop, I'm thinking, does Dustin has Dustin been to my house? <laughs> I don't think he has, right? Like the like Francis and I have, but I have not been over to Anne's place. Yeah, so I'm thinking. You would oh have had all done friend fair together this year. Yeah, <laughs> I will talk about that. that. There isn't an ice cream shop, but we'll there is a We'll just talk about going sandwich. to the Ohio one. Oh, <gasps> don't. Tease yes. Me. Oh my goodness. Do it. It's fun. It's so fun. Isn't the one in Ohio actually like on a permanent um location? Like it's always built there? Maybe. Wait, let me look this up. I think a buddy of mine is from Cleveland, Ohio. And he says that the one there is amazing. And it mm. really kind of puts the LA one to shame. I feel like a lot of people. Say um, that yeah, it says explore things to do at Renaissance Park and ways to get involved all year round. Oh, mm-hmm. so yeah, apparently the park is up year round. No, um, but let, let's look at what the event is. There is a theme park. Gosh, I saw a YouTube video about it a while ago, and it popped up. Ever land, ever fairy story land place. Mm-hmm. Oh, where is it? Where the whole theme park is basically a D&D adventure. It's in Utah? <gasps> is it in Utah? 
Huh. What? This is this is. Oh, is okay. that the one where it's like it's it's like a like an art? I think I saw the ad for that once. It's like a, like a it's like LARPing but as a theme park. I think yes is how they yes. advertised it. It's like Westworld. Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking yes. about. Oh my yes. god, that sounds amazing. Evermore, evermore. Yeah. And it yeah, is in Utah. I know what you're talking about. It sounds. It just sounds yeah. like Westworld minus the robots and minus the indiscriminate <laughs> death. The, minus the murdering yeah. robots. Minus the murdering robots. Although the robots um, have a point. But, yes. They do. <laughs> it's temporarily closed. I mean, everything is temporarily closed. Yeah. But, yeah, uh-huh. there's a... You can go and you can totally go as if you're sort of going to the Ren Fair. But you can go and also mm. pick a story to participate in. Nice. And um, do you have that website open? Yes. Would you be able to email me that website? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, actually, I'll text it to you right now. It's super easy. Awesome. Because I'm like, that's yeah. Wendy's and I's next vacation. I can see that. So I'm looking at the Ren Fair website. It's mm-hmm. September 5th through November 1st. I could do September, that. Oh. That's like Labor Day. So, you know, if y'all all wanted to come to Ohio. Assuming that this no. is over by then, mm-hmm. which it might not be, but you know, by September, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, I, hope. I don't know. I've, I mean, yeah, yeah, locked on for months. And buy your plane tickets now; them. they're dirt cheap. Ha 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 ha. No, it's Honestly. true. Who was it? Uh, I forget which airline it was, but they were talking about it on the news that if you buy your ticket now, they'll honor it for later. Yeah, but they're also saying stuff like how they're trying to avoid making more refunds. So, I don't know. Well, that's why they said they'd honor it later. They, yeah. It's kind of like the the restaurants now or um, the place where my I get my hair done and my mother-in-law gets her hair done. They're pushing like buy gift cards or buy mm-hmm. gift certificates because it's income for them now. And they don't mind, you know, you cashing that in later. It's just they're really mm-hmm. looking to get any kind of income at this point. I think the, mm-hmm. the airlines are kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, it's like, any way we can get money now, we'll take it. Well, if y'all want to discuss a date, I can also, would you like to hear the weekend themes? Sure. Sure. So there's just opening weekend, fantasy weekend, pirates weekend, highland weekend, time travelers, barbarian, oh. romance, feast of fools, and trick or treats. Mm. Oh right, because it Sounds goes awesome. to. It would go all the way towards October, right? Is that what it mm-hmm. is? Yeah, the last one is October thirty first and November first is the last weekend. <laughs> Ooh. 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 That scared me. Oh, sorry, she has a loud <laughs> And on that note. And on that note, speaking of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Ink Blot. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to play the nine trials for yourself, you can find it on our website, inkborn.studio, or at itch.io. Until next time, friends, try not to have to get rescued by a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs>